Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we chat about why we don't change. Specifically, why, when we know that we need to change, do we continue to stay stuck where we are? Very often, it's because the perceived pain of changing is greater than the pain of remaining the same. We dive into the psychology and hopefully offer you the courage and self-belief to take a step towards the person you deserve to be. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. And welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. How are you all? How are you all? <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about why don't we change um, and tapping into the, some of the psychological reasons. I'm really excited we, about this one. We fear change or don't embrace change and how to overcome that so you can move forward. So we'll be diving into that. Really excited on this one. It's kind of been inspired by lots of podcasts and lots of books that... I've been reading recently and obviously personal experience, but I know James has been devouring lots of books as well. So we're kind of bringing the stuff that's come from those podcasts and those books together into this podcast about why, what is it when we know that we need to change, why don't we? Mm. So that's really exciting to dive into. But before we do, let's tell you what's happening next week. So if you're listening to this in real time, you haven't missed the boat. Um, you're very lucky you haven't missed the boat. We are running our amazing, awesome and free four-day mini course next week. So it's starting on the 27th of... 26th or 27th? Let me just double check It's that. the Monday, Claire. It's the Monday. So it's the 26th or the 27th of... 27th, I was right. So 27th of March, we're running our four-day mini course again. And this is all around how to optimise your hormones and hack your metabolism. This is a massive frustration for so many of our midlife clients. Our body's changing hugely. Our metabolism's changing hugely. We are going to give this information away for you to you for free for four days about what you can do, small strategies, what you can do to actually start balancing your hormones, working in line with your body, and actually kind of boosting that metabolism so you can feel better, look better, have less anxiety, have greater energy, sleep better. So all the stuff that comes with hormones and metabolism, all the icky stuff and frustrating stuff, we're going to be going through on that four-day mini course. And we're going to be going live inside our Facebook group. That's my email going off. We're going to be live inside our Facebook group um, every morning at 7.30am UK time 
where we're going to do like a little mini teach and then there's loads of stuff that's going to be coming out to you really informative stuff like workbooks coming out to you on email as well for you to take away and keep and make notes on so you definitely want to register if you are inside our Facebook group you need to register as well because mm-hmm. you won't have access to all those other goodies otherwise so excited for this we love running this training we don't actually do it that often anymore so um, last time was September last time was September last year so it's, uh, get in on it because I'm not sure when we'll run it again yeah um, um, the link's in the show and notes and it is fantastic people go away with like wow so many eye opening moments and like um email us later going right what you told me to do has really changed my life so yeah loads and loads of people excited to run that next week you know we we really really are excited because it is super life changing the comments we've had you know people um, immediately lost weight even just in four days they managed their stress levels better they were getting better sleep they were choosing healthier food, um, eating more protein, all of this sort of stuff. So really excited to share that with you. And the link is in the show notes. So what else have we been up to? Not much else. Just been working, heads down. We have been very heads down. Very, um, very lots heads of exciting down. exciting stuff in development. Yes. Um, but nothing we can reveal yet. <laughs> nothing that we can reveal next. Rest. So, um, okay, let's dive into why don't we change? So... As I said just a moment ago, this comes from listening to lots of podcasts, reading lots of books, and our own personal experience. But it's kind of a crazy thing, isn't it? When we know we need to change something, we know our life would be dramatically improved if we change something. And yet, we just don't. We just stay inert. And we can use the example of perhaps someone that's got, you know goodness me like a lot of weight to lose maybe like 40 pounds 50 pounds you know some weight to lose and it's really negatively impacting their life really negatively impacting their life in so many different ways and yet they they don't do anything about it they desperately want to but they don't do anything about it and it's this whole kind of phenomena around um, seeking pleasure over pain but basically what it comes down to really is that perceived pain of changing is still greater than the pain of remaining the same. So the fear of what might happen and what we might need to do in order to change is still greater than the pain of remaining the same. Mm. As we interest, this ties in with some research from psychology, actually, that um, shows that people, people are more afraid of loss than they are of gaining. So um, they're more afraid, say, of losing £100 than they would be of, of winning £100. It's, it's that sense of loss. Um, it's something that's pre, it's kind of pre-programmed mm. into us, I think, from an evolutionary level. And this is why, it's why people say stuck. It's like, oh, but, you know, my, I'm uncomfortable in my current situation. But if I try this thing, like, oh, it's going to take time, it might take money, it's going to be painful. They think about all the things that they could lose, in inverted commas, rather than focusing on what they could actually gain. Because that's, that's how we're programmed to, to think. Yeah. Actually, we need to switch that around and be thinking, um, you know, what, what can we gain from this? What's the upside to it? And I, and I think, you know, we all have our own threshold. And sometimes it takes... You know, we can all reach our own rock bottom for us in order for us to really think, okay, now I really need to change. And I and I know some people will resonate from that. You know, for me, it was definitely, you know, divorce, some things that, and then me having my ectopic pregnancy. So my divorce, my ectopic pregnancy, the moments in time I look back at, and I was unhappy in certain areas of my life, 
and I wasn't changing them. But those experiences gave me a different perspective. It was kind of like trauma gave me a different perspective. But that's like a rock bottom that we shouldn't need to necessarily hit Mm. in order for us to start changing our lives. But I'm sure some of you listening to this resonate with that. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. We um, we see it all the time, don't we? People people go, go, and their situations are steadily deteriorating and they're feeling worse and worse and worse. But still, the fear of making Mm. a change is is greater than the, the discomfort they're feeling where they are until they hit that crisis point um mm. and you know ideally you know we want to we want to be aware of what's going on and start making the changes before we hit the crisis point you know um if we're talking about from a health perspective we don't want to wait till we have the heart attack from carrying too much weight around before we decide we're going to do something about it um you know we we want to get in there early early intervention and you know we should start viewing the kind of things that, that Claire and I offer like the midlife method program not not as a a, a cure for for something not something yeah. you apply once you're in a bad place but actually a preventative thing like this is a lifestyle to adapt to stop me getting to this place in the first place and we, I mean, we could argue that's the kind of kind of a problem with like a lot of western medicine right it's, it's treating the symptoms after they occur rather than actually educating people and giving them preventative measures they can take before they get to the point of, the, of getting the illness and symptoms occurring yeah it's exactly this and i think this is why james and i are so passionate about what we do and you know, sometimes we do talk about the pain of staying where you are quite quite a lot. And when we speak to people on our consultation calls, when we go through our courses, even our free stuff, it's like, what is the pain of staying where you are right now, as opposed to what you could gain? And the reason I think sometimes we, I hate to say it, like we pick at that scab a little bit is because, you know, we want to bring that out into the open because it's already there. It's already, that pain is already existing within you. It's already limiting you. It's already holding you back. We're not doing it to be malicious or cause distress. We're just trying to shine a light on whether you feel uncomfortable enough to change. And if you are, we want to be there to give you that courage and self-belief to take a step towards the person that you deserve to be. And that's that's why we do what we do. It's it's to, absolutely, as James says, to be preventative, but to, to help people realise what's really possible and what the opportunities are, rather than that feeling of loss. But just talking about, you know, people having a different threshold and and actually that trauma being a trigger to, to take control and get perspective. But it, it could be, again, we've we've seen this, it could be something as, as small as that person, like the final straw is seeing that photo of yourself at Christmas mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, it could be small like that. It could be like, oh my goodness, I don't even recognise the person that I am now. Or it could be opening up your wardrobe and just seeing all of those amazing clothes that you bought that you now can't get into that have been sitting there for hmm. two, three or four years. I always want to throw something in there because we're actually um, working with a lovely lady at the moment. And um, yeah. she's, she's about five weeks through the programme and she was, she's told us, very happy, um, she some time ago threw out all of her beautiful clothes that she can no longer fit into um, and she's now like, I'm having to buy all new clothes. I'm having to buy a new wardrobe because I'm back. I said, I'm, I'm so gutted that I threw them all out because I'm back in that size again, which is just um, I lovely. And I, I, you know, we always love that. Those stories like that that are so rewarding. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. But I say I was... as well, like her mindset has completely changed. It's not just about how she looks, but how she's feeling. Like, her, you know, she's so positive now. And she's like, I actually love them having to go out and buy new outfits. And I feel so energized and confident now. Uh, and such more of a positive place. So yeah. yeah, and I think 
so one of some of the things that we hear as well is, and we're saying these things because they might resonate with you. But again, when we're carrying uh, an unhealthy level of weight, you know, it might be being told by the doctor that you are not going to see your grandchildren, not least see your grandchildren grow up. You're not even going to get to meet your grandchildren. I mean, that can be a really you know, that health scare, like James mentioned earlier, it could be the health scare or just being told something like that to really trigger that rock bottom, that that moment where you're like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm I'm so uncomfortable with what I've just been told and I'm so uncomfortable with the problem that I'm finally ready to experience the pain of change because change is going to be painful, let's be honest. Like, that's what's holding you back in the first place. Like we've said, it's, it's the, oh my goodness, I'm... That pain of having to change is so overwhelming, I'd just rather stay here. But it's when it becomes so uncomfortable with that problem that we're ready and willing to experience the pain of change to get the real long-term pleasure. The real long-term pleasure, which is being able to look in the mirror after years of avoiding them. Buying that first outfit, two sizes smaller, like Mm. our client just has. Maybe walking into a social situation and not wanting to hide away or feeling confident enough to date again. So it's all these, all these things that become kind of laser focused once you become super, super uncomfortable. And you're like, you know what, I know it's going to be painful to change, but I'm willing to do that because I'm willing to go after the long term pleasure I'm going to get rather than just staying stuck here. So I think, yeah. That's what I kind of wanted to really jump on and talk about, really. Yeah, I just wanted to add something here about um, the role of expectation. Because um, our expectation is largely from its our beliefs and also our environment. So it may be that, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you've been or are in an environment that, you know, that isn't supportive for where you want to go. So your expectation is like this, this or maybe this is something I, I don't think I could succeed at. Because I look around the people around me, my, my family or my friends, I don't see that they've achieved it. So I don't think it's something that's possible for me. But I, I want to share something with you. Right? There's lots of research on this. When you reset your expectations to believe that you can do it, you're much more likely to succeed. So what I want to say to you, if you're listening to this and you, you are in that environment, then number one, get yourself in a more supportive environment, people that are aligned with your goals, like, like our free community. Number two, I just want you to know that it is possible for you because we've seen it we've seen so many people transform through our program we've, you know, we've worked with like hundreds and hundreds of clients we know it is possible and if you need to hear this i want you to hear it you can borrow our belief in you to get you started mm. so just reframe it your expectation is everything expectation that you can do this makes it much more likely that we will succeed at it yeah it's really important your environment because again lots of people we've, we've i think we've done a podcast on this about your um, there's certain people who are going to be in your life that won't want you to change because it shines a light. Well, firstly, they're used to themselves in line with who you are right now. So they think if that person changes, I've then got to change or the relationship will change and how I see that person and how I see myself has got to change. But, you know, it also shines a light on all the things that they might necessarily want to change. They might want to change those things. They might want to be doing what you're doing, but just not have the courage or self-belief to do it either. So sometimes, sadly, even the closest people around us are, are not necessarily the people that are going to help be supportive to get to our goals. And it's really, really important to be in, in part of a container, a community of those people that believe in you. And like James said, you just borrow borrow belief from those people until it starts to increase yourself. 
you know, and I just, I kind of wanted to just give a little nugget of what happened to me as well with my changing career. You know, there were so many times where I hated what I was doing in PR. I just want to relate this to something that I experienced. And the pain was, of when the pain actually got so great that I had to change. You know, I was in PR for such a long time. I really, really hated it. But there was, there was one situation, there was one of those moments where it was like divine intervention. And so it wasn't rock bottom, but it was like, oh my goodness, what am I doing with my life? You know, I cannot keep doing this. I cannot keep going from job to job to job, hoping that that PR job would be different from this PR job. My life is too short to be doing this. And actually the pain of staying, actually going for what I really wanted to do, which was to move into the health industry uh, become a PT, do like start learning about nutrition. The pain and the embarrassment of actually changing my careers was career was less actually in the end of the pain of staying the same and staying stuck where I was. So in the end, I was like, you know what? I know it's going to be humiliating. I know I'm not going to be able to really probably afford my mortgage. I know that people are going to think, Claire, what are you doing with yourself? You, you're dumping a good career to go and wipe sweat off of um, gym equipment and work all the hours God sends. But actually, I just wanted to give that an example that the pain was so bad. Looking ahead, what if my life stays like this and I'm just stuck in PR in a job I hate for the next you know, two years, five years, 10 years, that became so painful, the reality of that, that I had to act, I had to change something. And I I had to do something that was really embarrassing to me at the time, really not what I wanted to to do on every level, but I just went for it anyway. Um, And I just wanted to share that experience because sometimes you can listen to these podcasts and you can listen to people's chatting away, but sometimes it's we learn by stories, don't we? And we we connect through story. And so I just wanted to share that one with you. And obviously, look at where I am now. If I hadn't have thrown myself into the pain of change, I would never be experiencing the beautiful life I now have. The long-term results, the real long-term pleasure is now revealing itself to me with the man that I love. That's very beautiful. Oh, thank you. you. (laughs) So that, I think, was our little ramble. It was. So there we are, you know, set your expectations for what you want to succeed and don't be afraid to embrace that change and don't wait until it gets so bad that you're actually forced into making the change. Mm. Be preemptive, be proactive. Yeah, like how I would just pose this question to you right now, like how uncomfortable does this need to get for you? How uncomfortable does this need to get before you decide to change so there we are that is it that's a wrap that's a wrap (laughs) sending you so much love so the details for the four day challenge will be in the show notes Um, we've got some very exciting guests coming up in the next few episodes oh in the the podcast yeah Yeah, in the podcast podcast. Um, please like share and give us great reviews and we will speak to you all soon sending love bye
Yeah. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.